Hello, ladies and gents. This is Jimmy Freeze, and you're listening to the newest and hottest podcast on the market. This show is to connect your ears to the mouths of some of the most inspiring and influential people I know. But enough about me. Let's talk you. Ladies and gents, how are we feeling today? We are here for Let's Talk You, the podcast that nobody's really talking about, but they will be at some point. Uh, No promises made. But anyway, this is your host, Jimmy Freeze, along with Vito Malakari. Vito, you are an anchor of Owl Sports Update. We'll go into that a little bit further. But welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks, Jimmy, for having me. Uh, I know when you reached out, I was so excited. And I'm, I'm finally, I'm happy that today's finally here. Dude, okay, first of all, let me get something out of the way. Your smile is something else, dude. People say, ah, Jimmy, and I give credit to my mom because she's been, you know, I've had cavities since, you know, at seven. But Vito, your smile, dude, sparks up every room, dude. Every room. <laughs> Jimmy, it's funny you say that. Yesterday we were watching our Owl Sports Update show, and... Um, one of my producers said, oh, my God, look at your teeth. They look great. And I said, oh, it's all fake. I said, I got them um, I got them white and before I came back to school hoping that I was going to be on air. And I was telling them how much money it cost. But I laugh when you talk about my smile. But, you know, I appreciate it. But, but, you know, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give the listeners a, a quick description of you. You know, you're, you're about, what, what are you, 6'2"? Uh, a little shorter than that. A yeah, but yeah, around that. that. Yeah. And, and then well, we won't talk about it either way. But you are, look at you. Look at your, your little... A little fuzzy bear, and every time I see, I just want to snuggle up with you, Vito. <laughs> but dude, you uh, you started anchoring. Where are you from, Vito? I'm from Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. It's okay. about two hours away from uh, from here, from okay. Temple. Um, not a big town, no. but uh, there's definitely things to do. All right, you know, um, it's home. Yeah, you know, home is home. Now, did you uh, play sports growing up? Yeah. Or uh, what, it, what what activities in general did you do? In high school, I played baseball throughout all four years. I played football and basketball my freshman year. Um, my athletic ability kind of deterred me <laughs> as the high school years went on. You know, I was <laughs> I was I was okay with third grade basketball and little league. You know, that's when I that's when I was the star of the show. But as as I got older. Um, my playing abilities diminished, but my love for the sports never, ever will. What position did you play? Uh, in baseball, sports? I played first base oh, um, yeah. in high school. When I was younger, I pitched. Were you, uh, what did you know, what did you look like back in middle school? Were you this tall? Yeah, this yeah, tall? I was, yeah. I had much longer hair though. Much? Yeah, really? if, you, if you see pictures, yeah, I just, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't like to get haircuts, <laughs> you know, and now I can't wait to go home and get a haircut all the time, <laughs> but uh, probably because I wasn't on air then, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I had much longer hair. Uh, I was about the same height, same size, yeah. Did you do anything media-wise, sports media-wise in high school? You know, Jimmy, we really didn't have anything offered. I went to a Catholic school, I went to Hoy Redeemer High School in Wilkes-Barre, okay. and uh, we didn't, we didn't have a school newspaper, we didn't have anything like that. Nothing. The only thing we did have was uh, morning announcements, but I never did that either, right. you know? Because uh, uh, that was kind of... Eh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, it's but, sort of for the goobers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're being honest. I mean, we're being honest. You know, they're saying the same stuff. <laughs> yeah. What clubs, yeah. what aren't Yeah, media, yeah, exactly, exactly. But as for any sports media things, no, I really didn't do anything until I got to college. My favorite thing about the, uh, the clubs was, did you ever hear the thing, the Procrastination Club? Every, no, but uh, we're all a part of it. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, very true, very true. But uh, every time, every announcement that they would make would be uh, the Procrastination Club's meeting is 
moved the next week. And they'd say it the next week and the next week and the next week. <laughs> so, I, but um, so high school, okay. So, what were uh, what were a couple options for colleges when you were looking? Okay, so um, one of my, I don't I don't know if I want to call it a regret because I'm happy with where I am now for sure. But uh, I didn't really put the work in high school at all. I, okay. Um, I mean, you said that there's not, there wasn't much to offer, so I don't. Yeah, but you. but are just, you talking work in general? Yeah, I'm talking just grades oh, okay. wise in general. Okay. In general, okay. I was not the best student, you okay. know. Um, right. hey. But uh, so coming out of high school, I really had two two choices. One was to go to uh, local community college, okay. and the other one was to go to King's College, which is where I ended up going. But King's College isn't known for any anything media. Okay. Um, all of my friends that went there are all in accounting or business or something right. along those lines. That's their bread and butter. So I did two years at King's. Um, I got involved there right from the start with their uh, radio station and their newspaper. So I was writing. I was Right doing, away. Right. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pro- yeah. Probably my, my first or second semester. I, I can't remember which one it was. But, yeah. but uh, and then I started getting into play-by-play for men's and women's basketball in a season of football and that's when I really think that I I really found that passion I I mean I always love sports but I think that's when I really found out that this is what I want to do you know you don't you don't know what you want to do until you actually do it right you know right and so that's where I was do you remember the first game that you play by play that you know it maybe it's not the play by play is the dream right now anymore but that like you said that was when you first knew that your voice you wanted to use it um, for good and uh to talk about sports uh what was the first game my first game i ever called was a king's wilkes women's basketball game now if you know anything about where i'm from kings and wilkes are the two colleges in wilkes bear and they're separated by a half a mile at the most i mean so it's like a small town college rivalry you know how many fans do you think come out to that i mean that's definitely the most attended kings and wilkes game of the year no doubt about it but i mean God. Now, now, how'd you do? Of course, it, it, it was good to hear yourself. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's that. That was definitely a big confidence booster. Mm-hmm. But looking back at that moment, do you, do you laugh at anything? Like, yeah, I laughed at the game. But I think the best thing that happened to me that game it was a really close game. Yeah. So I was able to I was able to be me. You know, it wasn't a it wasn't a thirty point game in the second half, and I there was dragging go. along. Right. You know, that that would have been a terrible first experience. But to have it be such a close game, Kings up pulling out the win. Um, but yeah, it was great. I had a great time. Actually, the kid, uh, I won't mention his name, but he did the game with me. And before the game, he looks at me and he goes, dude, I know nothing about basketball. <laughs> this is my first ever game. This is the first game I'm ever doing play-by-play for. So I'm like, all right, I got you. I'll t- I'll, I'll, I'm going to do my best. I mean, I'm not 100% sure what I'm doing, but right. here we go. Right. We might as well have some fun with it. And, and we did. And we did. We really did. Oh, my gosh. So that game, oh, my gosh. And uh, I think that the play-by-play skills or what you learned during play-by-play, I think that helps you in anchoring when you're doing highlights. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, it helps in your writing. You know, just watching sports in general help with your writing. When you, and, and not so much watching the sports, but hearing the announcers. Right. That's something that I've done more so as I've gotten older. Right. Um, I, know, I know the ins and outs to, this, to the game that I'm watching because I've watched so much of it. So now I'm listening to, well, how is... I'm a big Yankees guy, as you know. How is Michael Kay describing this play? Right. You know, I, I love Gary Cohen, the Mets guy. How is he right. describing this play? Right. 
and then and how is John Sterling <laughs> painting the picture? Exactly, because you're so, not, you're not seeing what he's saying. No, it's so different, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's so good to to watch different and listen to different mm-hmm. ones to learn from them. Very cool. You know? So you'd say, what would what's your number one sports team? Oh, the New York Yankees. Yankees, um, all the way. I yeah, that's We're, that's my heart and soul. Heart and soul. <laughs> uh, first Yankees game you went to? You know what, Jimmy? People have asked me this, Uh-oh. and I and I really don't remember. No. I mean, we. So I have, uh, I have two twin brothers, and my two parents, and they told me that when I was younger, they used to go without me, <laughs> you know, and like <laughs> they'd send me off to Grandma and Grandpa's house, waving in the window, you know, not knowing where they're going. Right. You'd be napping. Or yeah, something. exactly. And now that would never happen. Or now, even watching the game exactly. On TV. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would never that would never happen now. Yeah. Um, we didn't go to as we went to about one game a year as a family when we were younger. Okay. And then, um, as I got older, I started going more. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've gone to games by myself. I yeah. love I love doing that, getting on a bus and going and just enjoying the game, watching the game. I don't Did have you, to cater to anyone. You know, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Watch it by yourself. Yeah. Oh my god. I think hockey is the best to do that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but did you? Go to the the new, or the, did you ever get to the old stadium by yourself? Not by myself. I was it closed in two thousand and eight, so I would have been thirteen at that time. Okay. So I never got to go there by myself. But that's those were the days when we went once a year as a family right. um, to to one Yankee game at the old stadium. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. One one yeah. family tradition. Yeah, yeah. And then How when you, the what you do saddle up in the morning. Pack, yeah. pack lunch. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like my, sounds like what my grandfather used to do. Yeah, honestly. yeah. I'll How never... close did you live to the Bronx? We live. It's it's about. I mean, it's it's two hours per se, but with traffic, you're uh-huh. looking at two and a half. Right. To be fair, but uh, you really don't hit traffic until you hit the George Washington Bridge. True. And when you hit the G Dub, that's literally ten minutes away from Yankee Stadium. But sometimes it could take you forty-five minutes to get to the bridge to the stadium. Just like I ninety-five. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same, same thing. thing. So what you came to Temple, mm-hmm. you said this is the way to go. Mm-hmm. So you started at King's College, and then when was Temple? When was the decision made? So after my freshman year at King's, I knew I had to go. I, I kind of knew that before I signed up to go. That I knew that this wasn't where I was going to get my degree from because of what I wanted to do, I wasn't going to be able to accomplish it with a degree from King's just in that major. And that's and nothing against the people there because they were all that's, wonderful That's people. what I was going to say. Wonderful that's what I was going to say. Oh, that's, wonderful that's people. Why you're such, that's what you're, yeah. why you're so oh, inspiring. King's, King's to, College holds okay. a, a dear spot in my heart because of the people that I met there, some lifelong friends, kids that I went to high school with that are still my best friends. The teachers were great. Everyone was great. You'll never hear me say a bad word about King's College, ever. It, ever. Right. So it's just what you needed at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So after my freshman year, I was like, I love it, but I just I got I need something more. Mm-hmm. So I applied to Syracuse because that's what everyone in this mm-hmm. business wants to do. They want to go to Syracuse. Yep. You know? Same with me, brother. Uh-huh. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. So I apply to Syracuse. Um, I go on a family vacation, and everyone's sitting in the in the room. And I get this email from Syracuse, and it's like, you have been accepted to this program. And if I did well in that program, I would have then had to, I would have had to do well in that program and then have a chance to get into Newhouse, which is the journalism school at oh, Syracuse. So this was like a little bridge program. Yeah. To prove yeah. you're good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So, so it was something that I was definitely willing to do. You know, I wanted to, Of course. I wanted to do, I wanted to prove myself, oh, yeah. you know? 
So, so there's I gotta, there's got to be lesser people on that bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so nobody got that smile. <laughs> but go so ahead. I ran it by my parents, and uh, um, just at that time we were opening up a, a new store. My family owns a grocery store. So they still were, do, still do, still do. And where's that located? That's in back in Wilkes-Barre. Oh in Wilkes-Barre. my yeah, God! What's a, it called? Uh, Malakari's Produce and Deli. Malakari's. Uh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> Everything's branded Malakari's. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we were we were opening up this new store from our old location, and Syracuse isn't cheap, you know. So, no, absolutely <laughs> not. And it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> the cold wasn't going to bother me, but but no. the money might have, you know. Yeah. And and at the end of the day, when it comes to the money with me in college. Um, that my parents play a role in that. You know, that's that's oh, their decision. Uh, right you know, there with I, you, man. That's their decision. So they kind of steered me against it, and I was like, okay, um, I understand. No, no hard feelings about it. Maybe at first, you know, I, I I really wanted to go just because I wanted to go to the the sports journalism capital of the world. You know, but uh, so I did my second year at Kings, and that was that was a really hard year. Because I knew that I was leaving after the year. Yeah. It's kind of like dating a girl and like knowing you're gonna have to break up. Yeah, with it, that's exactly what it's like. It's yeah, like I, I'm, I'm not feeling you right now. You know, I, I gotta, <laughs> well, go, I gotta um, go a different way. <laughs> but I have to, I have to. We have to utilize the time together, mm-hmm. you know, to learn about each other and learn about ourselves. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's definitely tough. Yeah. It's gotta be. Yeah. So, when was the uh, the switch made? So, that. Sometime that year, I want to say it was probably the first semester of that year, I applied to just Temple. I don't, I don't really know why, to be honest with you. It was no, just it was kind of like it's kind of a sign. Philadelphia, major market, they have to have something, right? So I apply. They were they were really quick with getting back to me. I got in, and I was like, I'm going. I'm 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 yeah, absolutely gonna go. And then you have those moments of like you know am i am i am i really gonna go am i am i gonna leave this place where i've grown up for i've been here now 20 years everything's here my family's here my my grandparents um three of my grandparents are still living so they're still there Mm -hmm. um i'm close with with really a lot of my family members you know it was it was such a hard decision that i didn't really weigh on other people i kind of just put it on myself like i have to make this decision myself i have to i have to think about everything and everyone that it'll affect especially it'll affect me and um and then i decided and i always say this that even though i may not be as happy the day that i decide to go hopefully five to ten years down the line i'm gonna look back on it and say that was the best decision you ever made in your life and it didn't take me that long no (laughs) it took me about well, I'm, this is my, this is after uh, after this year, two when I graduate af- in, in December, it'll be my two and a half year anniversary <laughs> right. at Temple. And I, I know I made the right decision. You know, Absolutely. it's hard. It's every, it's hard. But I know I made the right decision for me, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So for a person that is not either happy with the place that they're at right now or are looking for a different school that offers better stuff for their uh, major, uh, what's your biggest advice? Because you, you know, you said it's hard, and you said that it's it's really thinking about you. Um, but 
what else? What other things go through your mind? Because transferring, because you, like you said, you established the friends that you had, established the connections you had, and you being you, of course, a very personable person. But what about for the person that's not too, you know, not too uh, extroverted? I think when you decide you're going to do something new, you can't wait to get involved, and that's something I did. But, but I am extroverted, so it was okay because I got out there quick enough. But for someone who's introverted, it's so important to get involved early so that people know you. If you keep standing in the back, no one's really going to pull you forward. You have to pull yourself forward, right? And you'll learn that. You know, I learned that at Al Sports Update. People they nudge at you like, "Hey, get more involved," but you actually have to be the one to get more involved. So that would be my advice is if you make that decision to leave your comfort zone, like where you're comfortable at, get involved right away and don't and don't just sit there and allow yourself to think about what it was like where you were comfortable because you have to make this new opportunity something that you're comfortable make, with. And make it count. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and absolutely. And, and, absolutely. Also, and also do it and, and raise your hand and smile with mm-hmm. it, you know? Not just, okay, guys, who can, who can film that volleyball game? Or who can who can go out and get sots or who can take pictures of the soccer game? Uh, come on, guys. We need somebody. Yeah. We need somebody. No, no. Right away, hand up, yeah. smile. There's no, go. I guess it. I can. No. It should be, yeah, I will. No. I will be there. And, and that's 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 just in our sports mm-hmm. because that's who, that's who you are. But mm-hmm. that's in so many things in life. You mm-hmm. know, it it excuse the terminology, but it, at times you really have to grab it by the balls. Yeah, and yeah. you can't expect something else to get pulled out if you don't grab something by the balls. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. So uh, I I just think it's um it's really cool to mm-hmm. hear the that your transfer story. Mm-hmm. So you came to Temple, you got here now. Yeah. Big Vito, baby. <laughs> he's, just, he's established. He's established himself, and here he is. First thing you did, first organization you joined, my friend. Al Sports Update. So, um, my second semester here. My, my first semester, I kind of told myself, and this was probably just me procrastinating. You know, the meeting's next Friday. Yeah. But, yeah. but, <laughs> but me procrastinating was, was, was me my first semester. I really didn't do much of anything. I kind of went to class. I got my schoolwork done. I got good grades, and, and that was it. I went home, you know? Right. And then my next semester... Jimmy, I kind of did the same thing, you know? And then one day, um, one of my good friends from home, his sister was Christy Sergio. You know her? I'm not sure. Okay, so she was big at Al Sports Update before before we were here. Cool. So I met her, and she told me, like, everything that she does and what it's about. And I was like, okay, I'll come. So I I emailed Matt Fine, and I I remember looking back at the email just not that long ago and laughing because I called it, like, sports update or I didn't even call I didn't even call it Owl Sports Update. I don't know what the hell I called it. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And uh, so I show up to one meeting and there's all these people there and they all know each other and I don't know anyone. Absolutely. So I'm standing in the back and it was a Tuesday, so on Tuesdays, um, you know, people get assigned what games they're gonna cover and things like that. Sure. So I didn't raise my hand, I kinda just stood there and then I didn't show up for the rest of the semester. So I was a year into temple and I had nothing under my belt other than what I did at Kings. Right. And that wasn't going to be enough. No. So then... Did you go to the sports games and anything like that? No. Uh, I w- yeah, I went to some football games. Right. I did go to football games. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, I didn't really do much of basketball. Okay. Um, okay. I, I went to football. But uh, then that summer, I have an internship with the Rail Riders, the Yankees AAA team, which is, they play like 
25 minutes from where I live. Really? Yeah, yeah, right up the road. How'd you get that internship? Uh, so it was through a website called Pinstripe Prospects. Okay. Um, one of the gentlemen that I talked to at the Yes Network went to Temple, and really? one of his um, one of his friends had this website, and they were looking for a beat writer for the Rail Riders. So I ended up doing that, and I met this blonde girl who I didn't know who she was. Yeah. Said I go to Temple. She goes, I go to Temple too. Hey, it's Allie McCann. Oh, <laughs> it's oh Allie McCann. Gosh. So, and who is that now? So, who is Allie for, for the people? Allie who don't McCann know. is uh, another anchor for Al Sports Update. Yep. Um, I have my show at Sarah Metz on on one Thursday, and then Allie and Dan Wilson will have their show on the other Thursday. So we kind of flip flop every other Thursday. Absolutely. So I get to talking to Allie, and she's like, "You have to come to Al Sports Update." And she's telling me this throughout the summer, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Whatever, whatever." So the first meeting rolls around last year, right. and I go and I, with Allie. I go with Allie. You know, yeah, right. Allie knows everyone. Here I am. Yep. Don't know anyone. Right. I don't know anyone. So I, I believe one of the first people she in, introduced me to with was uh, Melissa Payavis, who's also oh from. Gosh. She's also from my area. She went to high school ten minutes away from where I went. She went to Wyoming Valley West, yep. and I went to Holy Redeemer. Love Melissa. Uh, yeah, love great, her. Great girl. So, so. Uh, that's how I got involved. I was originally on the white team. This is a story that I don't think I've ever told this story. Uh -oh. And Allie probably won't even remember it. Okay, so Al Sports Update is, is broken up into cherry, cherry and white. white. Yeah. Okay. So Allie's on the cherry team. Okay. I'm like, Allie, like, how, am I gonna, how the hell am I going to be on the white team? I don't know anyone on the white team, you know? So she's like, all right, I'll talk to Matt. I'll talk to Matt. So I just show up to the cherry meetings. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day Matt comes up to me and he's like, yeah, I switched you over. You're good. We're like two weeks into the semester. <laughs> All right. Th thanks, Matt. I'm, I've, I've already been been on the cherry team. So uh, my funny. bread and butter on the cherry team was uh, tapes. Yeah. So I rolled the, rolled the tapes. And for, for those out there, the tapes are the video elements that you see. You know, some of the students and uh, volunteers do packages and, and it would be the producer or director would be yelling VTRA and I'd be press press it and say rolling, you know, right, th right, those right. days are over now at Al Sports Update. We kind of came with the times, but yeah. uh, when I tell you, I think I did that every cherry show. I did that every cherry show. So I was involved, but I wasn't really involved. Yeah, but you were there but every there. show, yeah. every mm -hmm. show. And, and now if they said Vito, Oh, poop, poop, poop hits the fan. Mm -hmm. We need you to do that. You could do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And you could even add it to your resume mm -hmm. if you mm -hmm. really need to. Yeah. To be honest with you, you know, you know, I t I feel like some students come here and they get involved with so many different things, and then their minds just like, ah, what do I put this time into? What? How do you weigh out what's worth it and what's not? You have to find what what you really love to do. You know, when I did when I was at Kings, I did play by play. That's what I wanted. That's what I still want to do. I love doing that. You still would love. Stu yeah, that's oh, that, still your dream. That's still my. Yeah, that's still the the path that I want to go. Okay. Um, I kind of got away from that here, you know, seniority, whatnot. Right. I don't really fall in line with it. Right, uh, but you're you're gaining experience to use toward that. Absolutely, and that's why I got involved in Al Sports Update. You yeah, know, hundred um, percent. So, yeah, when you find what you want to do, stick with that. Now, it's not it's not a bad thing to venture off and do other things. Be well versed. You have to be well versed in life, in this business, whatever. But when you find what you want to do, focus on that and be great at that. Mm. And then and then worry about other things, you know? So, like, I had that internship with the writing. I don't I, I don't want my career to go through writing. I really don't. But, um, but you gained experience mm -hmm. with the writing, and now you're writing pretty much the whole show. Yeah. 
right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you definitely gain experience with writing. You gain experience with a- athletes. I mean, some of the players that I covered for the Rail Riders are now playing for the Yankees. You know, that's right. And, and and say down the road, you know, you're covering the Yanks or whatever. You see them, just maybe they remember. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's that's good. I mean, yeah. how could you forget? <laughs> <laughs> once, once, they, once all the listeners hear you or uh, see you on our social, they'll know. Um, but really cool stuff, you know. Yeah. So we're now in your at your timeline now. You're you're just doing your small stuff at Al Sports Update, mm-hmm. showing your face, and uh, just describe to me uh, quickly the importance because I I'm sort of aware of the importance, but uh, I think we could have a nice discussion about it. The importance of just showing your face. Yeah, you, there's there's people that you see at Al Sports Update, or everywhere. Er, yeah, and you don't you don't remember them, not because they're not rememberable per se. No, if that's a word. Right. But uh, they don't make themselves stand out by right. volunteering to get involved with whatever we're filming with or, or things like that. You know, um, in life, if you kind of just stand in the back. No one's really going to pull you forward. You it's, have to make yourself known. I mean, absolutely. It's like it's like becoming friends with someone. You know, you don't you don't just stand next to each other and not say anything to each other. You, right. You form communication. You form a relationship with that person. And that's what you have to do. I feel in your job, you have to form a relationship with what you love to do, and and balance that out with the people you work with and and how you do that job. And I I also think just in general. Mm-hmm. Because even if you're on the subway or you're talking to the grocery store worker, and uh, and you just say, "Oh man, how how late you're working today?" or something like that. Even if you're just the release to somebody, you know, you just you, you volunteer, you you get your face out there. Mm-hmm. It's not being, you know, uh, um, it's not being obnoxious or anything like that. It's not being self-conceited. It's not doing anything like that. It's just you trying to make your mark and just trying to make the next person's uh, day. No, it's, yeah, it's really about how can you better yourself and the people around you. So at the grocery store, I work there in the in the summer and when I was at King's too, register, um, produce boy, you know, unload trucks, this, that, and the other thing. You communicate with a lot of people. You communicate with almost everyone that walks through that door. Absolutely. You, know? you have to, you, you can't, you know. And you, you're usually delivering the bad news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't really 99 cents. It's 2.99. you know, or we're out of this or, today. <laughs> man, this coupon's expired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or no, my dad's not here right now. You know, he can't, he can't help you out. You know, like it, it, it's things like you have that. You a right card? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you really... You learn how to communicate with people. Really, that's yeah. so important in life. You know, Not, yeah. let alone no. let alone when what we're doing at Al Sports Update and what you're doing here and whatever anyone else is doing there. But right in life, communication is so important with everything. With everything that you're gonna do. I feel I feel like everywhere that you go, you would be at least trying to meet one person with a handshake or something. Yeah, like yeah, you have to. Now, you have give to. me your advice. Um, my father was always big on eye contact, handshake, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. First impressions. You're very good at first impressions mm-hmm. because, you know, once you get to a certain comfort level with you, then you can start calling you a teddy bear and, and, <laughs> and saying, hey, you know, but, yeah. but you know, um, you know, a person that just you meet in the uh, in the profession or something like that, mm-hmm. whatever. It's so important uh, to, to make a good first impression. So I talked about going to King's. Um, I had to do summer classes before I was officially enrolled in Kings. Right. So I had my sit-down meeting um, with a gentleman named Jimmy Anderson, who's no longer at Kings, but 
Jim Anderson's the kind of guy that if he meets you once, he remembers your name and everything about you. I love that. And will say hi to you and shake your hand. With your name? With your name. Every single time. Every time. So I have my meeting with this man, and he's laser-focused. He's intense. Eye contact. I love it, and I love it. I love it because that's who I – like, I can be that way too. You know, I'm I'm relaxed, but when it's – when it gets down to business, I'm ready to roll. So, we had a great con- we had a great conversation about me, um, my faults as a high school student, as as we talked about, really not not having the grades that I needed to get into to, to Kings or any other college. Right. But uh, and I was me, you know, and I think that really at the end of the day that that helped me get in. You know, I was genuine, I was raw per se, you know. Um, so it was a really good conversation that we had and. When I left Kings, he was one of the first people that I had to thank. I had to go back and go to their face and tell them, "Thank you for giving me a chance. Thank you for believing in me. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let you down." So, so you went back to Kings mm-hmm. College? Absolutely. Uh, before I before I left, uh, when I was signing my uh, paper to leave, um, he was someone that I seeked out to go see, and uh, I'll never forget it. He looked at me, he shook my hand, and he said, "Thank you so much for doing this." You can't imagine how many people don't, but those who do always stick out. And I'll never forget that. Man. Vito Malakari <laughs> joining me on Let's Talk You. My gosh. So now let's let's move to junior year. Okay. After the studio rolls. Mm-hmm. What was the first on-air hit? Uh, so I took the class. Jeez, the first on-air hit was on Plasma. Tracy Yatsko and Dan Bartels. Tracy, who Tracy, uh, great, great. You knew she was going to be a star from the moment. And, that. Yep. And Dan Bartels, hopefully, we'll have. <laughs> yeah, him on oh, Dan's great. He's Dan's a great, great. guy. Um, awesome on Inside the Nest. Yeah. Um, so this was and this was Plasma. This was Plasma before, before this was the old set. Yeah. See, we, this we is got when a new Plasma set. looked normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. go ahead, my friend. I don't. I'm trying to think of what the story was on. Um, do you do you at least remember? Uh, how you were on air or anything? I was stiff. Oh, I was so stiff. It was my first time, you know? It was the first time I was on camera. Of course. And like, when, when that red light shines and, and says that you're on, your heart kind of sinks, you know? And I'm standing there, like, you know, just... As stiff as a board. Reading the prompter, nothing. You could you could see it in my face. You know, I laugh when I look at it. Right. I've, you know, I believe the story was uh, a story that I actually did with Sarah Metz, who's now my co-anchor, was about um, the four... We did a story on four walk-ons at Temple that ended up getting scholarships. So that's what the story was on. But yeah, cool. Jimmy, I stood there and stared at that teleprompter and looked like a deer in the headlights and just read every word. I got in, I got out, and that was it. Yep, <laughs> that <done>. was it. <laughs> so so you reported, you did that, mm-hmm. and then you did that for the rest of the semester? Uh, made a couple packages here and there. Volunt- yeah. So you, uh, no, you, you were the class, so you had to make one. You know what? I actually misspoke. When I did that first package, um, I'm not, maybe that was the class. I don't I don't remember. Yeah, it would have had to have been. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I was actually never on air when <laughs> I misspoke. I was never on air when Tracy was an anchor. Okay. Um, I did packages, but, still, but we, was never we, on we air. We paid respect to her. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. She deserves, to, she, she deserves it. She deserves it. Deserves. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah. So then, so then the next semester I take the class, and so now Jonathan Gilbert. Oh man! Another great kid. Uh, I really <laughs> hope to get him on here. Yeah, oh, he's great. Is that, he, <laughs> if 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 the listeners aren't aware of John Gilbert. 
working now at St. John's for mm-hmm. the athletic department, mm-hmm. and uh, he's just got he's he's just got a certain personality <laughs> on camera. I just love it. Yeah, I yeah. Love it. Uh-huh. And, and some people, yeah, oh, it's just so good. And, and yeah. then, but if you see him behind the lines, man, <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're both the same way. Yeah. But uh, so so go ahead. John Gilbert sets you up. John Gilbert, we have Vito Malacari yeah. in, in the studio. Vito, how are yeah. you? Yeah, and and give me just, just can you can you try to reenact how it was? Oh, I can't because it's like second. <laughs> it's not even second nature now. You know, it's like I'm so used to doing it with like hand motions, and you know, here we are at Al Sports Update, and then it was, thanks, John. Today's story, you know, da 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 da. Oh, it was so bad. It was. So, I don't even know how I got on ever again. <laughs> but uh, what did uh, Matt Fine? The runner uh-huh. of Al Sports Update, uh-huh. he sends out the critiques of each uh-huh. show, uh-huh. which are very helpful. <laughs> very. Uh, and sometimes, you know, it hurts a little bit. No, but shout out to uh-huh. him. Thank, he's just making us better. Uh-huh. Uh, do you remember what he said? About I don't. Him? I don't remember if he even mentioned my name in the in the critique. He might have just said "good job" or whatever, you right. know. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that was it. Was it was something? It was something. But as the as the semester progressed. And the more on-air hits that I got, I got better and better. And I ended up doing a few live shots. I did about three live shots as the semester went on. So so just to explain to people, when you're on plasma, you're you're looking at a teleprompter and, and reading it. When you do live hits, you're not you're not reading it, you're not memorizing it, you're just yeah, you're, you're pretty, talking. You're outside. Mm-hmm. Temple wise, you're either at the football facility mm-hmm. or um, McGonagall Hall, mm-hmm. or but for you know different Temple mm-hmm. update stuff, they go everywhere. Yeah, shout out to them. Shout yeah, out to definitely. Brian Mathias. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he wakes up all over the time. <laughs> they get their they get their footage. Good, yeah. good for them. Yeah. Um, but go ahead, bud. So I did. So I did my first live hit, and I was like, wow, that was that was really good. This is easy. Did, did you did you enjoy your first live? Hit? Loved it. Yeah. Yes, I that's loved really, it. Because I remembered really everything that I was supposed to say. <laughs> See now, this is interesting now. Uh-huh. When did you realize that the the teleprompter is a crutch? And do you think the script is the most important part? Knowing the, the script. You you have to. Yeah. I mean, as you've seen in Alice Sports Update the last few weeks, we've had trouble with teleprompter going down and EMPS not working. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, but preparing as a you reporter, have to prepare. Yeah, as a yeah. reporter, it's easier because it's less. Yeah, but still, that I, I feel that live hit because without that teleprompter, mm-hmm. staring right at the camera. Yeah, obviously, great experience. Definitely, definitely. Um, so you're doing live hits. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Uh, first one was real good. I thought that's so awesome. Second one wasn't so great. You know, I could I forgot what I was gonna say, and you could see it in my eyes. Yeah. Third one was probably the same thing, and I remember. Walking back from Edberg Olson, with the football facility, with uh, I believe it was uh, Dave Keller. Oh, uh, Dave! Yeah, yeah. and uh, Dave, Steve Schwartz. Dave Keller. And I was I was killing myself. I was like, I can't believe I messed up. I can't believe I did that. And they're you know they're being support. They're like, oh, Vito, it wasn't yeah, that bad. It wasn't that bad. And I'm dying on the two minute walk so back. I'm off. so mad. I'm so mad at myself. So I was like, okay, I got. I mean, I got to go out there and do it again. So they send me to the pen relays. It was our last show of the semester. Cool. Um, I was so excited to go. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, nailed so it. Obviously, I trust with you. And yeah. Nailed it. Awesome. Nailed it. So I I went into the off season, <laughs> yeah. into the summer with a good taste in my mouth. Right. Like feeling good about myself. If I if I didn't nail it, 
I'd have been I'd have been kicking myself all summer until I got back. Now that pen relays mm-hmm. when you were in the production meeting before the pen relays, mm-hmm. were you the first one to raise your hand or were they already thinking of you? Uh, I was actually told a day or two in advance that they were going to send me. So okay. it wasn't. Uh, and this and why do you think that they thought of you? Um, you don't need. It, it, don't yeah, you, it, it's. You can sound conceited if you want. Yeah, no. Because uh, this is this is pretty much advice. Yeah. Uh, probably because I had experience with live shots, really. It's probably like my my biggest asset at that time was I was going live weeks in advance earlier. So if, when covering a big event, it would probably be best to send someone who's done it than it would be to send someone who is new to it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's really, I think, right. all it came down to. True. Um, but I was definitely so pumped up to go. Oh, my gosh. You know, it was great. Anything crazy you learned from there? No, so we, you know we didn't get to go. We didn't get to go inside. We were outside. Okay. Um, okay, so maybe something crazy was like, I can't believe. I mean, they talked about how big it was and like how many people were there and whatnot. Right. But when it when you're finally there and it hits you in the face, all these teams, it's kind of like, wow. And you got like college scouts there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty nuts. Real it's stuff. Pretty nuts. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. I mean, though. I mean, not college scouts, professional scouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but yeah. like Olympian mm-hmm. scouts. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. You're already in college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not all of them. The no. first day is high school. See, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. That's what we I was going to say. I was actually there, I believe, for the high school. And then the next day was college. So we were there on the day of That's high school, awesome. I believe. I That's believe. Awesome. Mm-hmm. We are at, after Penn Relays, you went into the summer mm-hmm. with a good taste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And now we are, Matt Fine's looking for anchors. Mm-hmm. And how are we feeling? So during that semester, that last semester um, before, before summer recess, I had, I, I could have graduated in the summer if I decided to take some summer classes and I could have been done. But I went to Matt's office and... Oh, you, you could have been done. I could have been done in the summer, yeah. I could have been really? done this past summer. Um, but I went to Matt's office and I said, what do you think is best for me? I was really torn at the time. And at the time, I almost was ready to go. I was ready to be like, okay, let's go in the summer and let's let's get this over with. Let's get into the real world. Really? Real world. Okay. And then... <laughs> He, he said, "Aren't college? Isn't college supposed to be the best years of your life?" And he recommended that I stay. I didn't ask him to be an anchor. We didn't. We didn't really go over anything. You know, like it wasn't like if you stay, you're going to be an anchor. No way. That's not the way he rules. That's not the way you should rule. You know, nothing should no, be. No. Nothing should be given to you. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm. I'm going to do that. I'm going to stay. So I come back this semester. We have our tryouts. The second Tuesday of the semester I believe it was first or or maybe it was the first Thursday but but, uh, surprisingly there weren't that many people that tried out no you know but uh, I think I think it was because of the so many people so many seniors leaving mm -hmm, last year mm -hmm. and then so many people being discouraged by the age yeah exactly so which is which is okay so when I tried out I was really I was I was really confident in myself that I was I was gonna get it you know Um, I still went into it because of what? What were your like? If, if right before you were on, mm-hmm. and you were getting your confidence booster, uh-huh. you were like, "I know how to do this because of this, mm-hmm. this, and this." Yeah. Uh, Three biggest things that you did before go, trying out, like not not the night before or uh-huh. stuff like that. The first thing that I did was try out when I first got here, and oh, and so I did. Tr- so this is when this is when Tracy and Dan were anchors, and when I first tried out, I I got off desk and I was like, okay. I, I think I, I held my own. I did all right. And I got in the back, and Matt Matt paraded me with questions. Who are you? Where are you from? What have you done? 
when oh, are you graduating? Da, 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 da. There we go. So I give him all the answers and I right. walk out. A little Easter egg. Yeah, and I call Allie, Allie McCann, back down. I was like, Allie, I, I might have did well enough to get this. I don't know if I did, but I might have. But I know I did. I did all right. So later that night, we get the email, and and I didn't get it. But I wasn't discouraged by that. No. I was like, okay, well, I got to go back. I was like, I'm the new kid. I've, I've never spent more than five minutes in that studio. So he doesn't know anything about me. No. So that was the first thing. The second thing was just getting involved when I did go back. You know, going live, doing live hits, going on plasma, making packages. But even to the smaller stuff, too, like... We need a floor director. Feed yeah, him. yeah, you yeah. Know, we need uh-huh. a camera guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, or, and and for different shows like Inside the Nest, mm-hmm. it I'll goes back to what back. you said: showing your face. Yes, showing your face, and showing s- that you're interested, you're invested, and in it. saying yes to everything. Exactly. Exactly. With what? A smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was that was really the second thing. So the first thing was trying out. The second thing was after not getting it, getting more involved. And the third thing for me was just having confidence in myself and confidence of that I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was reading. I knew what I was watching. Right. Um, and people laugh like, oh, you watch all these sports. Da, 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 da. For me, it's paying off because yeah. I know exactly what's going on yeah. in in the it's three like, sports. It, it's, like three make, sports. it's like making fun of somebody who's invested in academics. Yeah. Oh, oh you read Charles Dickens. You, <laughs> you read this. Yeah, well, yeah. I can write a lot better than you, yeah, baby. Yeah. Now, uh-huh. um... Let's let's get to okay. So, oh, I'm still building up, baby. This is mm-hmm. great, Vito. Thank you so much for coming on. Anytime, Jimmy. Anytime. Great discussion, dude. And we will be uh, treated to a little bit of mellow drift. Uh, they were the guests of the first episode of our show, Let's Talk You, as they uh, playing a little bit of funky jam under us. So, um, but once you get that, okay. So you, you try out again. So the three things. I'm sorry. You hit one. You tried out. Mm-hmm. Second thing was getting involved and third the third thing? thing was having confidence in yourself yeah mm-hmm. those were those were the three big things for me and when was the big moment so later that day i got a phone that call day? later that day yeah later that day with the conversation with matt fine uh well this is this this is when i tried out the second the, time the tryout the, right. this this last tryout this last tryout this semester okay. i'm talking about so you so this is date wise this is beginning of the semester, so early September. Early September. Early September, yeah. So early September. Or late late August, probably late August, early September. You come September. in with how many hopes? Because for listeners who aren't, uh, you know, uh, aware, like mm-hmm. as we're informing good Al Sports Update stuff, mm-hmm. uh, really the key to being an anchor that Matt Fine looks at, he told me yesterday too, is that how long you've been here in the organization and then how old you are, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, how was your go ahead, man? What so was it I, like? my tryout went well, and uh, Max Merkin. Yep. Oh um, my gosh, who is in, he, He's going to be on the podcast oh, too. He <laughs> is a phenomenal yeah, oh, guy, and I already know that I will be locked in on that one because he's great. He is um, amazing. He's an ITN producer inside the Nest at Al Sports Update, and uh, he he was there, and he was like, "You did really good." Like, and even before I went up, he was like, "Just be yourself. You got this. You're 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 going to get this. I know you're going to get this." Right. So I read it was done um, and then Jimmy Prioli came up to me afterwards and he goes yeah I knew this was a a three person race he was like it was you and then three other people and I was like you know thank you Jimmy I, I, I really appreciate that um, I never let things like that get to my head because this is just the beginning and but uh, you know Vito I think 
if we went to Syracuse, mm -hmm. I really don't think that there would be too many people that would say that after. Mm -hmm. You know, even your producers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. feel like they would keep it in a little mm -hmm. bit, or just random people like that. Yeah. You know, not crediting myself, but if you have a good time, like I, I direct messaged Allie McCann last night because I saw the show. She did a nice job. Mm -hmm. they're, they're really growing the chemistry. They're yeah, all doing that. Right. It's, it's nice to hear from other people in the industry. Mm -hmm. It's always nice to hear from mom and pops. Yeah. They're doing a nice job. It's great. And I love the support. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, 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 oh, mom thinks every show I do is the best one yet. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So then later that day, I get the call from, from Matt. And when his name came up, so I was call. sitting. So what are you doing? I was downstairs in in my basement with my roommates, and I don't know if we were playing Madden or whatever. I think we were. Right. And uh, I saw his phone number come up, and I smiled. You know, I I was like, all right, guys, I gotta go take this. So yeah. I went upstairs, and he told me, and I was like, you know, on the phone with him, and I'm fist pumping to myself. You yeah, know, I'm so excited. You know, I'm, I mean, this is why I came back. I came back to be an anchor. Definitely, I could have graduated. Definitely not the a Joel Embiid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is why I came back. So he tells me, and he's like, but you can't tell anyone because I didn't tell everyone yet. So I get That's off the phone. I get off the phone with Matt. And remember, he tells me you can't tell anyone. So I didn't. I mean, I didn't tell anyone involved. Now Sports Update is what he meant. Right. So I get a text message from Allie, and she goes, Hey, did you hear anything back? And I read between the lines. I knew she heard back, and I knew she got it too. Right. But I was like, No, Allie, I didn't. I didn't hear any. I didn't hear anything yet. I, I don't know what happened. So then I waited a little while, and then when Sarah found out that she got it, I was like, Okay, Allie knows. So I texted. Allie. I was like, I knew you knew, and <laughs> and you knew I knew. You know, but we just couldn't say it. And well, I, I was so happy for Allie because, like I said, Allie was really the main reason that I got involved yeah uh, but yeah I was so excited to get that and it was a Friday so like I celebrated I had a good time with it of you know course. it was it was it was really um a happy moment in my life uh in my career you know you don't you, you'll never forget something like that you asked me about my first broadcast never forget that you asked me about a moment like that I'll never forget that now since since anchoring mm -hmm. how many shows have you done so this this Last show that we had last Thursday was show number five. So two more to go this semester. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. So your first five, mm -hmm. what have you learned and some funny stuff from it? Just, just you know, maybe to, to aspiring anchors. Mm -hmm. You grow. Um, your first show, you're kind of just there, and you're like, you're nervous. You're going through it. I remember telling Sarah, I was like, look at my leg right now. And it was shaking up and down, up and down. And uh, I laugh about that now right. because now we get on desk and I'm, I'm not completely comfortable. You can't be after if it was five shows, oh. but I'm more comfortable, right. you know, and she even said yesterday or the other day, she's like, you know, I watched our first show and I was laughing about like what it was like. And I was like, I don't even want to look at that right now, you know? No. So, but it, it, there's a progression. Um, each show you're going to get better. Definitely. Um, that's the goal really is to continue to get better. But yeah, you grow, you learn. Um, my biggest weakness right now, I feel, is when something doesn't go right, such as we lose teleprompter or we or we cut a segment. I have to get better at adjusting to getting to that next element that we're going to. And just if like talking and, and then the teleprompter catches up to you or, or whatever it is that needs to be taken care of in the back, you right. know. So that's where I have to grow. Definitely. And. I'm definitely doing my best to do that, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely showing. Mm -hmm. it's Thank you. Absolutely Thank showing. you. Um, and I, 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 how, when teleprompter goes to poop mm -hmm. and 
when it's really just bang. Is it? What do you do? Oh, it's a bad feeling. Because oh. it's a luxury. Matt Fine always tells us teleprompter is a luxury. But when you're used to it, you're you 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 kind of like lock into it. Is there a <laughs> metaphor that you can kind of think of in life that <laughs> that because you you're you've now dealt with it? Yeah. Like you've yeah. been something like dependent. You know, it's kind of like getting that weekly grocery stock up from your mom yeah. and then not not getting it for one week uh-huh. and then not getting it for one week and then you're just oh it's what? like it's it's shocking it's almost like when you like look back at a time in your life when you did something and you're like wow I, I can't believe I did that and then when teleprompter goes out it's like like what do I, I, <laughs> I like you you lose your words like you don't know it's you know like you think back like I can't believe I did that and now you're thinking like what do I do right how do I make it like how do I how do I make this not awkward? Yeah, two and ep- it's so hard. Two episodes at first. Yeah, two episodes ago, you were worried about what camera you were looking at. Exactly. <laughs> this yeah. episode, you're, you're you're worried about every yeah. single thing uh-huh. possible. Yeah, yeah. Camera movements is another thing that that could be a little difficult, difficult. a little tricky, uh, transitioning from one camera to the next. You know, that's that's another thing that I definitely have to work on is uh, camera movements. Okay. For sure. What kind of preparation goes into anchoring? So pretty much weekly duties yeah so we have to sarah and i have to look at all the elements that are going into the show all the sots all the packages everything that we have to write for right over sound on tape yeah 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 so it'd be like a coach talking right you know um that is that's definitely your biggest preparation is knowing the show and knowing the rundown so the rundown is looking at your looking at the rundown tells you what's going on now what's going on next how long it is, what right. camera to look at. Literally every single mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what's the top three? They're the same thing. Cold open, <laughs> hello, show, show open. open. Yeah, same. yeah. Every time, every time. But they all have the times on it. Yeah. yeah. But again, Temple, how professional is that? You, you know, you cannot do that at Kings. No, no way. No, no, no way. disrespect. Yeah. And and I'm sorry to other colleges. I don't think that you could do it at, at some other places too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that for a fact, but... Again, tell me, so so rundown is big. Yeah. Knowing knowing the show is so important. Of course. Knowing knowing your script is really important. Um, something that Sarah and I both struggled with at first was we would read over sots. So we would read over the coach talking instead of like if it was a oh. sot VO. So a sot VO is, for instance, a coach will talk and then right after he talks, I'll talk and explain. But what so, we would do? So let, can we act it out real quick? Yeah. Can we ahead. act out the mess up? Yeah, sure. Because I'm not, I'm not really getting it. Okay, okay. Okay. So I'm Jeff Collins. Yeah, we just really messed and up. And this today. is Jeff we, Collins we, here talking. Okay. And that would be I would supposed to be saying that after you, after Jeff Collins was done speaking. Should be like, uh-huh. yeah, this, you know, we really messed up today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's exactly. And We'd be yeah, exactly. That's but it. It, it's tough because you, you guys must not know where the pad or the. Mm-hmm. Where um, where his sound stops? I, I think what it really came down to for us was inexperience. You know, it was yeah, like it growing is. pains. It is. We're not gonna. I don't ex- expect and us to make I, that mistake that's, now. That's why I don't blame Matt Fine for having that thought of seniority type thing. Mm-hmm. That that um, because you, if you want to do this, if you want to try, and you're a senior, might as well get you out there. Mm-hmm. And if you're a younger kid, and if you really show drive, then keep going, you know, and showing yourself, and then you'll get to where you want to be. And if that, even if that ends up not being where you want it to be, 
You learned a lot, met a lot of people in the process. Definitely. How about the biggest things you've learned when camera-wise? Because a lot of a lot of people get nervous when when the red light, like you said, mm-hmm. uh, turns on. How have you and and me personally too? I kind of scrunch my face a little weird or something like that. <laughs> uh, how do you how do you just keep composed on the desk? Um, I don't really know if there's a secret to it. I mean, you just kind of have to be yourself, right? I think the reason you say you do that and the reason I say I was shaking my leg goes back to what I just said a minute ago, which is we're inexperienced at it. We're learning how to do it. We're getting comfortable with it. I'm sure guys on TV that have been on TV for years are looking at that camera like they're talking to their wife or talking to their husband. You know, it's just, it's easy conversation for them because they've been doing it for so long. It's second nature to them. It's different for us because it's new. True. Like, okay, so I'm going to have a semester under my belt. I'm only going to have seven shows under my belt. When you look at the grand scheme of things, that's not, not that, that much content. Mm-mm. Not that much at all. So, yeah, you just kind of have to get comfortable with yourself. And it always comes down to being comfortable with the script. Remember what did, when Kevin Nagandi, ESPN anchor, was here for our Sports Journalism Summit on Sunday. He said that you have to channel your nerves into good nerves. Mm-hmm. Don't be nervous because you don't know the elements of the show and the script. Just be nervous because you're going on camera. So, so know what you're doing. Prepare. When you prepare, everything in life's easier when you prepare. And that's what Merrill Reese said in his book. He said, every type of sports media, sports coverage starts with preparation. Mm-hmm. You think if you're covering whatever type of game as a beat reporter, as an anchor, as a broadcaster, you got to know what's going on. You got to do your research, just like any other business. Yep. Any other thing, you're going into a pitch. We hear from Robert Zerzolo down the road. He's a... Fox School of Business uh, worker right now at Temple University, and he'll tell us a little bit about what the business life is like. But Vito, my man, my man. Vito, let's have a little bit of fun real quick, huh? Let's go. What are your releases, man, outside of of the sports, outside of when, when it's all said and done? Because I got to be honest with you, you got to feel the same way. This stuff is tough. Mm-hmm. This is tough. And like Kevin Naganda said, it, it, we're grinders. Mm-hmm. We're grinders. And what helps you stay sane, man? My family and friends, definitely. You know, from home. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm blessed because a lot of my friends from home actually go to Temple. Oh yeah. Um, one of my roommates that I live with, I went to preschool, grade school, high school, and now college together. Yeah. I've known them forever. I love love that. Yeah. So, so definitely them. You know, it's kind of your release from from everything. Right. I have my my mom's brother, so my uncle's my godfather, my uncle Frank is my favorite person in the world. You know, like, he's the guy that I go to. Is he your role model by shit? Uh, who, who is? If, if Role model's kind of one of those loaded questions for me. I know. You know? You're such a nice guy that I feel like you don't want to just give one person <laughs> it. it it's, it's, it's a loaded be, question. It's a like, tough question. Okay. The family won't take it personally. How about we do professional? Professional role models? And it doesn't need to be uh, in your field or whatever. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Mm-hmm. Um, I love... Al Michaels. Yeah. I love Al Michaels. And I don't know what it is. I mean, I know uh, what it is. It's coziness, comfort. He's great. He's, and he can yeah. do everything. He does everything. He does everything. He's great. He's unbelievable. Awesome. Um, another guy that I look up to because I watch and listen so much is Michael K. He does play-by-play for the Yankees on the Yes Network. He has his own radio show, The Michael K Show. See ya! Yeah. <laughs> That's my guy. You know, See when, when you yeah. listen to someone, your guy. his contract enables him to do like 130 games a year. When you listen to someone that often, 
you form a connection with them. Even if you don't know them, you feel like you know them. And, and that's what makes a broadcaster great is when you don't know people, but they feel like they know you. That's the key. Mm-hmm. So your dream still, I, I really love how your dream is still to uh, play by play. Mm-hmm. So graduation coming soon not to make you sad yeah but we'll celebrate soon yeah you know yeah uh, we'll, we'll get together sorry i missed uh, aaron's birthday party <laughs> often do you go home to see your family so this semester i went home uh three times and it's probably about normal right uh but i felt like my last semester i just kind of wanted to go home and and hang out you know i don't i don't know and why but what's the first it, <laughs> It's so crazy going to college and then coming back home. Yeah. Isn't it weird? Because your house feels so much smaller. Uh, yeah. You live in the biggest place and it feels so much smaller. Yeah. And it has this smell to it. Uh-huh. What was the first thought in your head as you walked through your home doors? I think it's 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 simple. It's kind of just like I'm back. Yeah. You know, I'm this is this is this is where I grew up. This is who kind of molded me to who I am. You know, I still live in the house that, that I grew up in. You know, my family still lives there. So, I mean, I walk in the doors, the first person I see is my mom. And, that's like, that, that's kind of what I meant. Well, what's, like, the, uh, it, there's, what's the order of it? There's, there's like, there's, nothing. There's, to me, when I come home, that's really the person that I come home to see, yeah. you know? Uh, last yeah. time I went home. Agreed, man. Last time I went home, I didn't tell her I was going home. You know, oh, surprise! I, I kind of hinted at it here and there, like, oh, what are you eating on Friday? What kind of pizza are you getting, you know? And <laughs> she'd be like, why, are you coming home? I'd be like, no, no, I'm not coming home. But I was like, yeah, I'm coming home. <laughs> so I come home, and she was in the bathroom, and my dogs are going nuts. I have two little dogs. So, Cute. like, I'm petting them. Not like, like, usually I would, like, talk to them. You know, everyone talks to their dogs, you know? <laughs> and everybody talks to their dogs with the one day, <laughs> one day thought that they will talk back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so, how you doing, yeah. man? You look great today. <laughs> but this time I walk in, they're going nuts. I'm not talking to them because I don't want her to hear me yet, right. you know? So, so she walks out of the bathroom and she kind of looks at me and she's like, hey. And then she's like, hey. Like, you know, like, like, because she didn't she know I was. out of the bathroom? Yeah. yeah and I'm standing <laughs> in the kitchen and she's like, hey. And it was like, then it hit her like, wait, right. what are you doing home? You know? So like those are moments that never, That's those so moments never get old for me. That's you know, so th- my mom is the most important person in my life by far. Mm-hmm. Um, her and I have a really close connection. So surprising her is, is really, and, and going home to see her is really important to me because I know it's really important to her. Vito, so you tossed the cat, my friend, sadly. What's the first step you're going to take or have already taken? Mm-hmm. Uh pre-post-graduation to get your foot in the door? Yeah, I mean, you just, you have to apply everywhere. You know, you kind of, you have to apply. Websites. Yeah, yeah, and no matter, and and the thing that helps me, I think, is that I'm willing to go anywhere. Um, I'm not not born in Philadelphia, so I'm not stuck in Philadelphia. I don't have to be in Philadelphia. I don't feel that at all. I'm not, I wasn't born in a media capital, you know, so I'm kind of going to, put my foot in the door somewhere anywhere i don't really care where you know i'm i've accepted that so after temple okay forget the forget the five years thing you know that's in this business it's so tough to do that it's in in uh you know marketing and stuff like that people can say oh yeah bye, 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 or a doctor i'm gonna be doing brain surgery um what do you hope to be doing at least i hope to still be in in the play-by-play thing you know um the anchoring's fun. I enjoy it. It's not something that I'm that I don't want to do, you know. Right. Um, but I want to do play by play. I think that I can 
I can release my personality more. I could release what I know um, through play, through play by play. So that that would be the main goal. Like I said, baseball. I love baseball. I mm. never got the opportunity to do play by play baseball because yeah. at Kings they didn't do it on the radio station, and yeah. at Temple they don't have a baseball team. So yeah. I did football and basketball, and I loved football because basketball is kind of quick. You know, you're going up and down the court. It's it's kind of hard to yeah. explain things. Definitely, in, it's in hard a, to paint that picture. Exactly. In and football, the weather's cold, the leaves are turning. It's it's so much going so on. much going on around you, and what's going on on the field. In basketball, there's so many different uh, verbs and adjectives to use. You don't know which one to use. How what the yeah. speed is. Yeah, it's very hard to yeah. convey that. Yeah, so definitely agree. Vito, thank you so much for coming on, man. Oh, Jimmy, I I loved it. I loved every minute of it. What uh, what is something? Eileen Wickline was interviewing me yesterday for something. And she asked me a good question I've never heard a reporter ask. What is something that, what is one thing that you want people to know about you that they have no idea? Hmm. <laughs> Can I tell a little story? Absolutely, dude. So I would love to hear it. Last year is Nick Roche. Our um, shout out to Nick Roche. I, th- I feel like we I feel like we've shouted out everyone in the past. We have, you know, which but they're is, all going to be which, on the show. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. Which is great. So That's we're awesome. at his house for his birthday party, I believe, or another function. No, no, it wasn't his birthday party. It was like the end of the semester Owl Sports party. So we're there. We're sitting there. I'm sitting at his at his table, and Kelsey Smith, uh, also an Owl Sports yeah. updater graduate, yes, is sitting next to me, and <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, you know, like the only things." Like the only thing I know about you is like you love the Yankees, and I looked at her and I was like, Kelsey, that's that's great. Like, <laughs> that's all you need to know. But, and I don't know if I've ever told anyone this, so kind of just tell myself this. If if there's if there's two things that when I'm long gone in this world that people will remember about me, one of them is that, of course, that I love the Yankees because that's just right. that's my thing. Absolutely. But the other thing is that I just. I want them to think that I was a good person, you know, and that, and that I was a helpful person and a generous person. I, I kind of believe that while I have goals in life to become a play-by-play broadcaster in the sports media or whatever, I have other goals in life that I want to succeed personally with, with people. Yeah. Um, my pinned tweet on Twitter is, we're here to make a difference. And I really believe that. I really believe that every day my job is to enlighten someone else, to make someone else smile. If it's just with how are you, how are you doing today? You know, that's, that's one of the most powerful phrases in the world is how are you? True. How are you doing? You know, and and most people are going to be like, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. And and that might not be, it might not be an honest answer. Yeah. And and it and you may even get no, nothing at all. Yeah. Exactly. No reception, but yeah. just the fact that you, you try. Yeah, you communicate with people, you smile at people. Um, and that's, that's if you don't mind me. Yeah, go on. Don't mind. Go on. But uh, that's that's kind of the point of this podcast, man. Mm-hmm. If we can connect to one person, dude, that's, yeah. that's all we want. Yeah. yeah. So, Vito, honestly a pleasure having, having you on, man. Thank you for dedicating a solid hour of your time to me. For the, uh, for the listeners, you got good old Mellow Drift playing under us. Check us out on Instagram. At Let's Talk U T U and at Twitter at underscore Let's Talk U. Keep updated on all all of our past 
guests and our future guests. We're getting this thing rolling, baby. We are going good. Vito, give me something good. Give me a give me a Bud K call to roll it out, baby. <laughs> give me a good oh, one, baby. Man. Or give me your best call you got. <laughs> give me give me the Vito Melicari, what they're gonna be here and when they hear play by play at ESPN with Matt Vaskersian, because I, I hope to God that he's still working there. Vito Malacari, sign us off. My man, please sign off. Let's talk to you. My, my favorite, I'll give you my favorite Michael K. call is Derek Jeter's final home game against the Orioles. I'm sitting in the stands, Jimmy, by myself, one of the games I went to, and it's a, a single to right. And he says after the, after the throw is home, and Richardson is safe, Derek Jeter, where fantasy becomes reality. Did you have any doubt?